Welcome back to the coaches meeting with Kevin Crafting, Jim Schaefer, Robbie Schaefer. This is the August 18th edition. Huge show. Rick Morgan, our most frequented guest, is back. And boy, does he have some stories for us. Anyway, we talk about a whole bunch of off-the-wall stuff here. We try to keep politics at a minimum, but we talk about some really good stuff here. Uh, you just got to stay tuned. Grab a drink. Thanks for listening. Here we go. Back for another week. We are recording. Is the baby down? Uh, baby just got fed, and she's apparently not going down easy. Is the text I just got? So, yikes! Teeth. God, you know, we we'll get to it later in a part where we talk about our wives. But Kelsey's being a she's being a saint. Anyways, she's with her. So that brings me to my next point. What's everybody drinking? I'm having. A espresso martini because I'm staying up after this and editing the podcast, and I get to watch the Dallas Mavs Luca Magic after this. What time do they start? Now, but remember, Dad, it's Tuesday. That we're... game with the Celtics look like they're going to win that game. That's on. Well, all right. Whatever. What's everybody else drinking? Maker's Mark. Ooh, no margarita Monday. Oh, he's drinking. Now, what type is this tonight? Is this a thousand dollar bottle of wine or the eight dollar cherry cola? What is it? This is the eight dollar cherry cola. A nice bottle of candy. Two dollars less nice than the thousand dollar bottle of wine. (laughs) But you have a nice glass. Our last show, Kevin's the only person I know who drank a thousand dollar bottle of wine. I, and, and, and hold on, I drank three ounces of a thousand dollar bottle of wine. It was a which small would bottle. To a price of how many ounces are in a bottle? Well, you have to do an ounce to milliliter conversion. Because what right. you have a liter and a quarter. No, uh, we don't have enough time bottle. to put on a show to answer that question. All right. Well, everybody's getting loaded. That's good. Oh shit! I left my phone. Oh no, there. Excuse me. Well, all right. Well, that's best, Dad, that we keep you off your phone during the program. But glad to have everyone back. How was everyone's weekend? How the hell is everybody doing? Good. Good. Sucked. I shot 106 and 106, and we finished tied for last in our end-of-the-year golf tournament. Tied? I'm thinking of taking up bowling. Should. Kevin, you had a big week last week, especially Wednesday night. Oh, you went yard? Huge. Jim, you got, I mean, I am, I mean, one of the questions that I submitted was, does Kevin have the clutch gene? And I believe I do. Oh, (laughs) well, for those those who haven't already heard from the Twitter universe and uh, just the the shot heard around the world. Anyways, we are playing a. Wait, did he go yard? 
Oh, to hide, go, Dad. Why don't you just sit tight and uh, just this? These are how stories are told. Um, so we are going up against a college frat team. Generally, it's a walk in the park because they all are just too loaded and swing at all the high stuff. But these guys were drilling us early. We go down four to twelve, and our undefeated streak is on the line. I lead off one inning. You know, I got it started. We called. It was me. Tim Allen, friend of the program, Kyle Wolf, former roommate. The three of us banjo we, hitters, right? The there. three of us we call murderers row started it off. We get a single, 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 huh? We put five on the board in that inning to close the gap to nine. Kev, people keep batting around. Kevin gets up, bases juiced. And um, can you talk about your exchange with the catcher? I think it was Kevin's Kevin is a yeah. mental game player that we've admitted. I will start off with I bat third, so I'm power, but I don't hit it. And speed, and speed, and speed. No, I, I, I will say, top three fast guys for sure. Um, but what I'll say is, in the span from the one batter through me, the first batter hits a line drive foul ball, nail nails my car, and I am like. Uh, <laughs> I don't really want to go over and look at it. It's probably the windshield's cracked or there's a dent, and I'm just like, ah. And my previous at-bat, I just popped up right to the pitcher, and I was like, ah, today's just not my day. So then the second batter gets up to the plate, takes a walk, bases juiced. Down by three, might I add. Two outs. What inning? What inning? Top oh. of the fifth. Okay. Right? You play seven That's inning it. games? Yep. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah. So, I so you know me. I, I think we've talked about it be, before. I find myself to be polarizing. Others would take it as annoying, but every <laughs> I now find and it then, entertaining. <laughs> exactly. Yes. So, but a lot of people don't. Uh, so I, I'm the person that you don't mind to have on your team on some days, but the person on the other team that everyone hates. So, but I always try. Oh, you're the to, Bill Lambert of your league. Correct that Joe Kim Noah. I mean, you name him, I'm probably them. So Rick then, Lamar. whenever there's an opposing player like near me, I will just like call them by just a random name, like Rick, Steve, Bob, whatever it may be. I just say, oh, hey. Oh, hey, what's up, Matt? And like, what? And I'm like, Matt. And I'm like, uh, I don't know if you're talking to me or not. So when I get to to bat, the but the catcher gets hurt for some reason, and so then another guy comes in, and I'm like, oh, finally, Brett is Brett is behind the plate, and in the middle of the first pitch, the guy starts like laughing, and he's like. How did you know my name? So in <laughs> the middle of the pitch, I stop. I turn around. I'm like, is that really your name? And I get a called strike because the ball just goes <laughs> right past me. Everybody on my team is like correcting. Like, what are you doing? Like, I mean, you didn't even like swing. I mean, you didn't even like look at the pitch. I, so I got a little distracted there. So I was like, all right. I know. Is this guy's real pitch, name? Yes, it was. It was. He wasn't screwing with you too. 
No, no, I was calling Brett's but name. On the call for a strike, when Kevin just took completely lack of focus, turned around and looked at the catcher when the strike when the pitch came, we were about ready to lose it over there because it was two outs. <laughs> we're trying to. It was two outs. Bases are loaded, and we and we only play with two strikes. So no matter what, oh. if I get another strike, then the inning is over and we're still down by three. But fun fact, or it's a little local knowledge in beer league softball, is if you get a called first strike, or it is often a common practice for pitchers to throw a, an illegal fast pitch the next one because you're out of sorts. Luckily, Kevin, Kevin knows. Oh, that. do you have a certain loft, like a three-foot arc or something? Yeah, height and speed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways, the next pitch was a fast pitch, and I get a hold of it. It was a fucking bomb. Oh, 25 cents in the It fun. was a no-doubter, and I said, like, I mean, once it came off but the bat, and I was like, that was the best hit ball I have ever had. Are you a Grand right-hander or left-hander? Grand salami. Grand salami. To left Damn, people were going nuts. All of the women, they took their shirts off screaming, Kevin, Kevin. And I'm like, please stop. I'm married. Did they I'm married. throw beads at you? Did you throw beads huh? at them? Did you throw no. them beads? Show us your no, wares. No, no, no. No. Well, the, the, I, the thing just, is, Kevin said all I, the women it, there, which uh, unfortunately, or no, there's a no, there's a no, uh, what do we say? Female spectators, it's like, don't bring your girlfriend or your wife. They can come as a group and they all and have a little social hour, but the pressure of just having a, your significant other there solo, oh, I've been yeah. there before. And lifting their shirts, that's even tougher. Yeah, I mean, we're not there for that. Come on. So Kevin had a big, big hit, put us up 13 to 12. We won 14 to 13. So AFTV saw. What was the test- testosterone rush like, Kevin? Oh, I mean, I was, th- I mean, it was through the roof. I mean, you throw the bed to the Kevin, front door and say, and I'm you, home. You, you, I said, stayed up, you stayed up till three in the morning that night. <laughs> I did. Yeah. The moment I got, the moment I got into the dugout, I was like, I don't care if my windshield is just spider webs all over the place. <laughs> I mean, that was the greatest. I mean, oh, you can get them replaced pretty cheap and insurance usually covers it. Yeah. I mean, I was just gonna put it onto, but the dues for the, for the next season. So, no worries. Nice. All right. Well, it was huge. We should be very proud. Kevin came through. Glory days. Glory days. Yeah. So, all in all, it was great. Um, Kevin, where are you going? Dad, nobody can see him. He'll be back. Just let it go. This is what we got to work on day by Sorry, week Jeff. by week. I thought my dog. Careful, I, stay my away from the windows. Apparently, there's been a lot of carpet. Cincinnati lately. Oh, well, what I was gonna say is, I got a haircut. That's about the exciting part. But since I got my haircut, that means we get to add, we get to catch up with Ricky Morgan and see what's going on at Echo Alley Barbershop. So we're dialing in him now. Uh oh. Does he know about this? Yeah. Hey, what's going on? Oh, the the best barber in the world. Is this Mr. Mellow Barber? Can you see me? Oh, my gosh. He's got a picture. Oh, wow. Her face. I love We're it. We're here, baby. We're here. What's up? Nothing. Hey, can't wait to see you on Thursday. 
We just heard about the grand salami that Kevin hit. Oh, I, Are you on that softball team too? I'm not on the softball team, but do you want to retell the story and tell me? No. <laughs> I'll tell you on Thursday at five. Well, I'll tell you Thursday at five. We heard Kevin's well, version. We want to hear his wife's version. There is a tie. My wife we're, wasn't there. We're talking about a tie where we can uh, loop in loop in Rick in the barbershop where uh, courtesy of Tim That's a Allen. Nice tumbler, Where'd you get that glassware? Uh, this Is was that a living glass out of Toledo? I don't know where, where this was from. This was a gift, though. I was given this as a gift. Oh. It's nice, right? Yeah. Now, we don't usually break the good stuff, stuff out on Monday. <laughs> what are you out there? Wow, at least drinking? I'm drinking a Maker's Mark on the rocks. Oh, baby. At, at least you didn't bring the bottle into the room this week, did you? Oh, shit, he did. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big bottle. Are you kidding me? Wow. That's I'm why we try we try to get the hard hitting We try to get the hard hitting topics out early. Well, I didn't know it's how later long in the, the show was gonna go. This is mostly water. Well, last week we got into concubine talk later in the show, which we are didn't even, off, that didn't even know what off. one was. Yeah. All right. Well, my barbershop my barbershop's going pretty well. Now, is your barber not, barbershops back in the day also acted as bookmaking operations and concubine linking things? Did, yeah, did, did, those days are over, aren't they? This so, is an anti-concubine. Talk about uh, any more concubine my, stuff. My grandfather <laughs> had a barbershop, and so did my great great grandfather. And I cannot say if they were bookies or not. I will not say it. Can you not not well, say not it? necessarily the barbers were the bookies, but they let the bookies operate out of the barbershop. Maybe they were both. You got to pay rent. They'd call I rent. Have, I, I know, but I'm not a bookie. Is that what you're asking me? No, you're your high end barber, man. Yeah, These guys, you're paying top out. But if you had a bookie service that they offer protection for the barber shop in, <laughs> in, ex, in exchange that they could then operate out of the back room. Oh, if I was offered that, I would do it. Yeah. <laughs> No, 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 no. I'm a lawyer. You can't. We can't. Let, let's get like that out mafia. of there. It's a hypothetical. Kelsey, edit that out. <laughs> if I was offered something like protection, I don't even care what they want to do. If they're just like, we'll protect you, I would just say yes. Dad, it's just all yeah. hypoth- hypothetical. These are called here. the rackets. Are you kidding me? When in life you are offered protection, you just say yes, no matter right. what. Protection, no matter what, whether it's physical, mental, what are you going to pay? Sexual. Yeah, but what if you can't? What if you? What if you have it, but you can't really feel anything? Like a condom. <laughs> so Rick, what's new in barbershop talk? Well, is there any, is there a lot? Of, is a lot of NFL talk, NBA talk? What are you hearing? Today was all NBA, and man, people are excited about the playoffs. <laughs> One day. And uh, I had the game on. And uh, yeah, people are getting excited about, you know, they're happy that they get to see an actual sport uh, being played. It's uh, it's exciting for a lot of uh, men in the Mount Washington area. They're liking it. <laughs> what about the yeah. women? Are they not? No, the women love it too. Everyone loves it. Do you what cut I- any females' hairs? Hey, am I? Am I? This is the third time I've been on the show. Am I the most frequent guest? You. Yes. Uh, I think cousin yes, Tim yes, is. Yes. 
Cousin Tim is two. You, you're three. This is three. Kevin's the oldest guest. He wasn't part of the original. Pod. Kevin's yeah, but Kevin's not yeah, a guest. Kevin, yeah. yeah, you have am, to, you're the leader in the clubhouse now. Kevin's got a oh recurring guest role, so he gets big bucks. Okay, so when, when you you're getting a percentage of the money, a five time appearance, Kevin. I mean, I wish. I hope. I hope so too. I hope they're paying you. I'm paying a lot of money to be a sponsor. Yeah, a ton. Wait, I'm not getting any of that. How much are you paying? Brock, yeah. I can't tell you. I worked this out with you're Brock. You're rich and, enough. And, and oh, it's all the cash Bitcoin, money. Bitcoin, eh? Was it Bitcoin that I gave Clippers you? Clippers are up 4-0 on Dallas, bro. It's over. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm super delayed. I'm still at 2-0. Robbie is very. Uh, that's one bad stutter for, for Robbie. <laughs> I, can I be honest? And one bad stutter for mankind. Exactly. <laughs> the flow of the podcast is pretty good right now with Robbie Frozen. I'm not gonna oh. lie. Oh, I was thinking the same thing. Party, party's over. Yeah, you got to clean that up. Well, good news. The last <laughs> nine minutes. Good news. The last nine minutes, I haven't been recording. So, yeah. Back in. Have you I, not? The internet got kicked out. Are you I, kidding me? That was gold. Robbie, will you pay your Robbie, bills for once in a while? For God's sake. I'm spent. Are you serious? <laughs> All promo I'm spent. Time. Oh, my God. That was gold. The, the Vinatendi stuff. Everything. Uh, let's start it over. No. It just... It's oh. all gone. <laughs> it's all gone. The long and short. <laughs> Robbie, are you shaving your armpits? No. But have you? Do, can you notice my backdrop? I'm yes. in a nice urban setting. I was setting. trying to ask, what is the backdrop? I'm trying to figure it out. It looks like either New Orleans or Haight Ashbury. It it's looks hard. like a setting from like what's the movie with the toaster that talks? Brave little toaster. Yeah. <laughs> It looks like it looks Are we recording like now? Yeah, we are that. recording, and I think Kevin's demonstrating his hair and what you need to do with it. Hey, right. Can you fix that up? It looks like crap. Can right we now. live record from the studio while you're giving Kevin his when, haircut? Oh, what did we miss in the? What was that? That would recorded? actually be fun. Pretty much the Ben Attendee stuff was missed. Sadly, oh, whatever. It's over now. <laughs> All right, I'm going to tell so you my I'm Charlie. responsible for Andrew hey, Benatendi being a professional baseball player. He's told his Major League Baseball story. How about mine? Charlie Lee oh, pitched at Miami, Ohio. Pitched for the Yankees, Kansas City. My friend back, back in the 19th. No, no, not my friend. He was Debbie's friend. So I'm going to a game. Debbie's ex-boyfriend. Is, any, is anyone in and your Debbie story says, not, not hey, collecting Shut the hell up, Junior. Right You're disinherited. So Charlie... Yeah, I go. I go to Deb. Hey, you know Charlie Liebrand's pitching for tonight for Kansas City, and she goes, "Oh, if you see Charlie, say hello." And I said, "How the hell am I gonna see Charlie Liebrand? I'll see him from the mound." So we go. We go to the game, and he gets yanked. He gets shelled in about the fourth inning, and I go to get some souvenirs for the kids, probably Robbie. In about the seventh inning, and I walk out, and here's this tall guy with his. He's got a suit on with an undone tie, and he's talking to some of the ushers. And I looked at him, I go, hey, Charlie, how are you? My wife, Debbie uh, Geis Schaefer, said, if I see you, to say hello. He says, oh, how's Debbie doing? And I'm with all these clients, and they're going, you know the starting pitcher, and you didn't tell us? 
I didn't know him, but I just so we just talked for a while. I said, oh yeah, we had great times down in Miami, and he's talking on and on. And my clients are going, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I said, hey, you know, you never know who you're going to run into, and that's the end of that story. Were these guys <laughs> were these guys mad at you that you didn't tell them? Well, then I didn't say, hey, this is Charlie. He'll give you an autograph. You know, he was just standing there talking to the normal everyday employees there in Tiger Stadium. He he was like a 15-year veteran at that time. Okay. You know the movie with Kevin Costner, The Perfect Game? Uh, The Perfect Game. It's about him. Is it really about that? I thought it was about Jimmy Joyce blowing the call at first base. Who also went to Central Catholic. Over it, uh, uh, who's the love interest in that movie? Susan, Hunt, right? Susan Sarandon, probably. No, that's no Susan. Get your head out of your ass. <laughs> was Bill? You, you say that? That's the answer to all your questions. Julia Roberts. Oh, uh, Mini Driver. Oh, I'm Helen Hunt. I'm going with Helen uh, Hunt. I think it's Diane Lane. Is that, can anyone look it up? I can't because I'm using my phone I right am, now. I am. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm hold predicting hold on. Diane. My Lane. phone's on. Uh, your barbershop. All right, let's play FMK. Diane Lane, Susan Sarandon, or what's the name of the movie? Helen Hunt. For the love of the game. No, you can't use that language on. Someone named Diane. Who? It was Kelly Preston. No. What? Yeah. What's Helen Hunt's was... brother's mic name? This is because we're. It's just like the Berenstein Berenstein Bear situation. Oh, is oh that oh the alternate year the Jewish bears or which one? Wait, time I'm wrong. Rick, the answer. Rick, That's if you thought if you thought this is the first time that we've mentioned the alternate universe theory <laughs> around the Berenstein Bears, this is not the first time that's come up. Then Bad was in Kazam, which I always thought was a racist one. What? Yeah. <laughs> what? I thought Uncle Remus was perfectly fine. Yeah, there was. Did you know that in For Love of the Game, Kevin Costner won the Golden Raspberry Award for Worst Actor? In fact, I like that movie. Did he go back to back with that and then uh, Waterworld? Which would you argue that Kevin Costner. Waterworld might have been the most expensive, stupidest movie ever made. Was Kevin Costner in the 1990s with Nick Cage is in the 2000s? No, no, There's because no, nothing, Nick Cage has done Cage well with now. like ghosts. Yeah, Nick Cage has done pretty well. I mean, National Treasure. We should really take a deep dive National on that. Treasure, ghosts. <laughs> no, it's probably more Jack Black. Jack Black was a National Treasure, right? He was National <laughs> Treasure. He still is. He so, was one. He was one of the dinosaur children. Jack Black was not a national treasure. Was yes, he first, was. was his he first was big, playing Theodore Roosevelt. Treasure. He played Theodore Roosevelt. In Night at the Museum? Night at the Museum, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> was, wasn't Jack Black's breakout role? Some, some argue that Jack Black's breakout role was it either Orange County or Saving Silverman. No, it was uh, rock and roll. The, the, uh, he was a teacher. What was he doing? School that, Rock. Wait, Tom. Airborne. Airborne was his breakout role. Ooh. Jack Black Air, is the national treasure. treasure. Cincinnati. Jack Air Black Born, was a national based treasure. Based off of Cincinnati, but filmed in Cleveland. That's filmed a real narrow job. 
Did did that take home any? Did you say Jack Black was not a national treasure? He wasn't. Not yes. I got it right here. Are you recording this part, Robbie? Yes. He was not a national (laughs) treasure. Jack Black is a natural treasure. 21 Pilots Reddit. Here it is. No, 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 no. No, God damn. Don't go down on Reddit. Is is a national treasure. Oh, my God, Kevin. Don't look it up, Kevin. You're blind. You're denial. You probably think Obama wasn't born outside the United States. Come on. (laughs) Oh, you think he was? Uh, We're not going to go there, Dad. As much as you like to derail with politics, we'll we'll stay on. What do you guys do? You think Kamala Harris was born in the U.S.? <laughs> Thanks, Rick. Fair, yeah, but question. only Fair only if question. you believe California is part of the U.S. and Berkeley specifically. Was she born in Was she born in Berkeley? Is that the where she's saying she was born? I don't think she was born. I think she, she's a test tube baby. That's a <laughs> she wasn't born. She was grown in a lab. Is it now like uh, but like uh. But like a reoccurring thing that every election we have to we had to debate where someone was born. I was born in San Francisco. Nobody believes that. Did you I, see that the USPS filed for a patent to send uh, ballots by uh, blockchain? It came out. Filed for a patent. What is blockchain? I don't know, but your boy what Warren Buffett just—he's buying a bunch of gold, but. Tell you what, Elon Musk is going to be mining it off of asteroids, and it's going to be raining gold everywhere. According to the Winklevoss twins. Hey, that was like on seven different the Winklevoss levels. twins. What about muscle milk? We should get some muscle milk. Not uh, McUltra. Dad, you need insure. <laughs> no, it causes diarrhea. You need prune juice. Oh, God, no. That's the last thing. I could mm. die from prune juice. No. So you need, you're, you're having... It, Diarrhea issues is what you're saying. I have to have yeah. colon blow, colon blow from Saturday Night Live from 20 years ago. I remember colon blow, the cereal. Oh, put that on. It's on YouTube. Look it up. I remember that. That's great. It's a great sketch. Is that harder than that? Okay, we're going to the bottle. No, colon this. blow is is up there with uh, crystal gravy. <laughs> Does anyone oh. remember that sketch? Oh God, <laughs> I can't say I do. I I want just the uh, Bassmaster blender. Acrid. Oh, the right. blending of the fish. <laughs> Who remembers Coneheads? I do. That was one of my nicknames in college, scaringly. Conehead? Conehead. Listen, you Conehead. Shut the hell up. Oh, but they got you good. Yeah. Well, Robbie had a baby he called a conehead. I don't know. I mean, yeah, by the shape of it. Run away. Yeah, within hours. But, Dad, so on top of your uh, Genesis with Jim Old Testament podcast, are you going to have a throwback Saturday Night Live episode review podcast? I think you and Rick could really take off. Oh, of well, you, you know, you know, Pat, here's Pat, your brother, Pat. He buys me like the first ten years of Saturday Night Live anthology, that was and then he takes it with him to college. <laughs> I haven't seen it. Well, you know, I catch a lot of I catch a lot of heat for but, past yeah. gifts I've gotten my parents. That one, Dad, I did get you, but I, I I'm I'm 63 years old. That show came out in 1975, the fall. 
my freshman year in college, Simon and Garfunkel did the first or second show live, and it 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 just captured people. I mean, we it was a can't miss show. We would go to the bar, come home, watch it from eleven thirty to two, eleven uh, thirty to one. Bars were open at two thirty. Then we catch the last hour in the bar downstairs. Oh my god, yeah, that was it was it was crazy. But those people had a it's amazing. Uh, I mean, Belushi died. <laughs> All these guys died. Candy died. Uh, Phil Hartman died. Um, they led a rough lifestyle. But Chevy Chase is still around. For the record, Phil Hartman was murdered by his wife. I yeah, I didn't say that. he wasn't murdered. He's dead. <laughs> you said he lived a hard life. Phil Hartman. You're good. You're good. I was trying to throw that right by you, but you, you hit the high fast one. Fouled it off a little bit. But. Wow. Oh, okay. The only one who got think about this, Eddie Murray at the top of his game. He just Eddie Murray was a great was he a first? He just banked the money and said, Fuck Eddie it. Murray a first. Oh God, case. now I got a quarter. Eddie Murray was great. Eddie was, Murray was my favorite of all the Murray brothers. Bill, Dr. Doolittle, Brian Doyle, his brother Murray, Brian. They were all caddies in Chicago. Yeah. Along with Eddie. <laughs> Mr. Not, no, no. Boy, Mr. Murray was really busy. I don't know how he had Yeah, I don't know where you're going there. But, all right, so Kevin's getting his haircut with you on Thursday, Rick. I, we, we need a future live stream from the show. Just record it. Well, granted, LeBron James has already stolen the idea. We have had people write in here and want you to save locks of his hair and, and bottle them up, please. Who, right, the fans of the show want pieces of. Kevin's hair. And then we're going to have a big bonfire. Dad, okay. yeah, I told you not to go on those Craigslist pages. <laughs> Make a voodoo doll. I just I need... I was trying to fill in my bald spots here. And one Which here. poll question, when does it become a voodoo doll versus an effigy? Football <laughs> coaches are effigies. <laughs> that much I know. Right, what, is the, yeah, what is the size where it's like, like when someone is uh, a small person versus a normal person, <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah, With a shrunken head. I think head. like I think you become an effigy like, when it's over like two and a half feet. Yeah, Vo- voodoo dolls are limited at to two and a half feet. Yeah. And what about pinatas? <laughs> and what about pinatas? Fun thing: did an adult pinata with some uh, airplane bottles of liquor. Do not have those smashed uh, where they're below them is a uh, driveway or like cement. Or a bonfire. Well, hey, that... I got to ask you, who's the first college football coach going to be fired this year? Pass. Um, <laughs> is Tuberville right, coaching anywhere? What? No, there's Tuber- no games while well, the coaches keep their time. jobs. Rick, Tommy Tuberville is like a senator or congressman. And I know. He's a, he won, isn't he? Or is he running for senator? Or yeah, he beat, Jeff Sessions. he beat Jeff Sessions. Well, yeah. He's a great yeah, man. Yeah, get him another glass of wine, will you? He was funnier before. I, uh, Sorry. It's just I, I don't want to a, talk a about who's the first college coach to get fired in a season where no one plays. That would be a great trivia question, wouldn't it? Oh, Dad. 
Jim good. Harbaugh. I'm putting right. it here right now. Jim Harbaugh will be fired before a game's played. No. Hey, maybe. It'll be the I first year he hasn't lost guess. to Ohio State since he's been there. Hot takes. All right, Dad. It's I now that we're on the second glass of makers, I know we gotta get this show rolling or it's gonna take till two in the morning. Rick, any anything you got from your third third time on the show? Observations, how we're doing? Comments, what can we do better? I wanted to thank you guys, and it's an honor to be the most uh, frequent guest on the show so far. It feels great. I love it. Second. If you come next week, you'll be the most. I thought three was the most we decided. Tim Schaefer. Three is the most. Dad, showing up each week. No, Tim's at two, I think, unless we find out otherwise. But once you get to Tim is not a four. Dad, I trust nothing of what you say. When you get to <laughs> when you get to uh, five appearances, we'll send you a nice like handwritten note on loosely paper. Some more so your your guns look a little brown, not whitey. For the audio oh, podcast where we comment on people's appearances, it was great. It was we welcome a great you. Time the barbershop's doing so much better since I started being on visiting this podcast <laughs> being a guest. Kevin's um, coming business? Thursday. Rick, how long have you been in business? I've been in business since May 15th. How long is that? Oh, wow. So you, we're still, you're doors are still open. So that's why we got Rick on in the first week. Oh, we, yeah. so we you, got him on the ground Rick floor. Rick, when he was just a small guy. Before yeah. he had the 21... I'm, uh, I'm almost, I'm almost an episode. Almost. <laughs> almost. Uh, not a Almost an epigy. And once I get to epigy status, then I don't need you guys anymore, and I'm done. No, wait, we're wait. we're early investors. We haven't put up any capital, but when that's true, I have to be loyal to you guys. We're gonna come. Yeah, in and Andrew Benatendi. Places, if you do that. Yeah, I don't want to pull a Benatendi. Shout out to Andy B. Hey, Are what there... pu- what publications do you subscribe to at the shop? Uh, Twitter, Twitter uh, Instagram. People get on their phones, Dad. No, no, no. Old, old school. Like, Sports like Illustrated, magazines. Swimsuit Issue, Playboy, Maxim. Yeah, I think I'm to Swimsuit Farmers Almanac. Let him answer, you guys. I asked a question to Rick, and the jury is talking. <laughs> Your oh, Honor, shut you the jury up. Now you know how we feel. Oh my God! <laughs> and you and you said that. So, so, Rick, as I pick between that question, I think my dad's asking is, do you have nudie mags at the shop? Because he just wants to know next time he's in town. There aren't any nudie mags. But, like, are uh, there nudie mags, like, in between? Uh, do you like, count Maxim? In between the Time magazine covers? Like, you got Alfred E. Newman on the cover of Mad Magazine? Let's go through the list. Maxim? Okay. I don't have a Maxim. I can get a Maxim for you, though. I don't like Maxim. Men's health. I could sell. You know what I could do? I could start selling Maxim. Robbie would buy. He's he's in the forty-two day quarantine period. Oh, he need. Oh, your son needs a Maxim then. <laughs> oh, he needs it three times a day. <laughs> My son, Jesus. <laughs> Robbie, uh, you had an amazing life. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Look, he's blushing. I can't have them. I can't have them shut down the USPS because I need these subscriptions. Every time these catalogs come in the mail, I just—it's like Christmas morning. 
All right, JC Penny catalog. Well, have you seen those the pantyhose? All right. Okay, you guys want me to leave? This is dangerous territory. I know. Well, Kelsey, go. We we can, Rick. You can stay on as long as you like. We can just jump into the other topics. That to me, don't. (laughs) I feel like you got a puppy at home. You know, you. Rick, you got a kid. Actually, but your chair does look very ergonomic and provides great lumbar it, it support. Does. What tell me what is the next topic? Just say the next topic and then I'll decide if I'm gonna stay or not. I might have to go. Jim Herman. Oh, for no dad, shut that. <laughs> Our what I was gonna say is let's see how great is it to have NBA playoffs and NHL playoffs going on at the same time where you can watch sports at noon. It's Pretty good. Hey guys, my dog is barking. I gotta go. <laughs> good out. This has been uh, this has been awesome. Thank you for having me again. And Kevin, I'll see you on Thursday. I'll see you then, Rick. Hey, can you take pictures? Can you film it? I'll film it. Record it. Yeah, yeah, we'll record it. Absolutely. Uh, I only tape for money. <laughs> okay, a buck. I'll give you a buck. Kevin's got a link okay, to Kevin, I'll pay you if you look for ways. I'll get you uh, if you eat a hot fudge sundae and don't talk the entire time and just let me cut <laughs> your hair while you're eating ice cream. I think that could be some pretty nice uh, fetish stuff we could sell. Yeah. talking. If you look at our our Instagram page, there's a link to uh, Kevin's OnlyFans account. It's OnlyFans, <laughs> Kevin eating ice cream. I'm cutting his hair. It's completely silent. Hair is falling in the sundae, and he's continuing to eat it, just ignoring yes. that the hair is on his own sundae. He's eating his own hair in his sundae. It's just up and whipped cream. This electrical wire is tied to my nipples. It's no. Your earlobes. Your earlobes. Yeah, no one knows Let's what's happening under the cape. That's the mystery. No. No one knows what's under the cape. Thanks, Rick. Good Bye, seeing you. Hey, Rick. Good Love you. <laughs> Did you guys see that Gordon Hayward injured his ankle again? Oh, he's the same one tonight. It must have been late. It must have been in the fourth quarter. It was. Yeah, it was three minutes left in the fourth. It looks like it's the Boston other one, though, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah but, yeah, but it looks like it was the other one, which is good. Prayers up for Julian Mavunga and Gordon Hayward. Miss mm. Mavunga. Um, Dad, did you see... Uh... Justin Fields signing that petition about trying to play. Do you think yeah, they're going to get anywhere with that? They're never no. going to give those players power until the players take the power with the union. Does that, do sound, does that sound like a microcosm on anything else going on in our society? Just a no, question. No, I, I'm serious about that. I've always felt this way on college, big-time college athletics. These guys are entertainers. They're generating millions of dollars for the universities. They're not reaping the benefits, and they're not getting a goddamn much of an education unless they seriously take it but um you know it, it, it i you get me going i think i just think that the colleges have used football as a huge revenue producer to fund all these other things so that means all those college athlete college football players are funding the freaking swimmers and the divers and the golfers and the tennis players and who who set that up at least finally they can sell their images now. And that's state law across the country now. And that's going to be a, a mess 
because you've got 50 states with 50 different rules on what college athletes can sell in terms of likeness, images, and, uh, and it's, what's it called? It's got an acronym for it. Anyway, um, you know, a guy like Justin Fields could generate a million dollars a year in endorsements right now and take care of his family without having to go to the NFL. He could still go to college. I don't, th- I don't see spring football happening, by the way, at all. No. And I think eventually the SEC is going to get hit, and they're not going to play. Who else is out there? SEC, ACC, and somebody else? Let's just have Clemson and Alabama play each other 12 times, and that'll keep everybody happy. Yeah, you'll see the consolidation of teams that'll just play wherever. I don't know. I We'll see. I, I like it's, cool. it's great that they're doing it, but I, I'm with you that I don't see – it's going to be a nice thing to say, oh, you got all these petitions. People want to see it. Well, great. Well, you know what? It's not going to happen. It's a beginning. It's a beginning. Oh, I know. That's it's, all it is. 2020 is just going to be weird as like a historical lost year of so much stuff. Well, we've had, we've, you guys in your lifetime had a few things. I mean, 9 11 happened in 2001. You've had the Great Recession, 2007 8. And now you got this mess going on. And, you know, you got to be flexible, but. Um, and then, and then we had Obama in two thousand eight. Well, no, you got you got his wife's gonna run next time. So when Joe Biden's keeling over in his wheelchair, I I don't I don't know. You, this is the worst election. You know what? I've seen some bad elections. I've seen some really bad candidates. This has got to be the worst on both sides. I think there's. Is this worse than? Is this worse than? <laughs> Hillary, this is worse than Wendy Wilkie and Truman. It's unbelievable. I'm, and I'm, uh, I was alive for that one. So, I mean, it's it's just pathetic. You got a bunch of old, 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 old guys. I mean, think about the people. What Joe Biden should have done, and I'm not his fan, and I'm not. Is Buttigieg should have been his vice presidential candidate. A 30-something, 38 years old, young guy, progressive, mayor of uh, South Bend, Indiana. Well, it'll be interesting to see. I don't agree with his policies, but from a political standpoint, political advice, I'd say, what are you doing? You're taking Bernie Sanders, people. What? Is it just because he's young? No, I I think he believes what he talks about. That's a big thing. Biden... And Trump flip flop on every freaking thing. I agree. Pence, Pence, I respect. I do respect Pence. Kamala Harris, I do not. And I, the guy I like is Joe Meacham out of West Virginia, as a Democrat. He is Senator Joe Meacham. Oh my God, he he is the one guy I think that could bring. Isn't the Meacham a character from House of Cards? Is that it? Are you are, are you referencing a real person? No, anyway, we're, we're not going to go there. We're not going to go there. The uh, okay, I I, I I got off track. We can make funny comments after we hear the debates and different stuff and how those go. But well, Kasich is speaking at the Democratic convention as we speak. I know you're the person that I Kasich voted. Kasich is, yeah, really. You didn't hear that? But no, the I person that you voted in for you voted in the primary for over Donald J. Trump last time. So I did. And Kasich, I voted for. Exactly. You voted for Kasich over Trump last time, and now that guy's running. Well, it's a whole other can of worms. We did open up poll questions today on Instagram for the Ask Us Anything. 
First question from Chris King, loyal listener, and uh, a big – sorry, I shouldn't out his name, but it's too late. It's generic. There's probably 5,000 of them. Anyway, he, Chris King, a.k.a. Cheese, asks – say it again. Who do you, oh, no, I know. Who do we think Jeez. is going to be the bubble MVP? What do you mean? What's the bubble MVP mean? I mean – From the NBA. From – Playoffs, seeding games, all in. Before the playoffs or after the playoffs? Let's say I, I feel playoffs. like if the bubble MVP is – it has to go to somebody in the playoffs. Yeah, it's not going to be Devin Booker. But 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 it was from the startup till today. Let's just, right? All right, let's, let's stop qualifying the question. I'll start it over. So one fan on our Instagram asked, who do we think is going to be the playoff MVP? LeBron James. Well, do you think the Lakers are going to win it all? And who do you yes. think that they'll play? Yes. Who do you no. think they will play? What's that? Who do you think they will play? Are the Clippers on the same side of the bracket? Yes, they're in the West. West they didn't mix the brackets up, right? Nope. It's West and East. Uh, the Raptors. That's what's crazy is the Raptors have been doing incredible. Um, yeah, yeah. Like how was it? Pat, I, I think I know Milwaukee's got the number one seed, and I mean maybe I just haven't watched enough of them, but like I just don't think they have the people. On, I I can't picture them in my mind carrying through and winning a championship. Well, when the Greek freak headbutted the guy the other night, I figured they were losing their shit. You saw that, didn't you? So, I, yeah, so I will say I think playoff MVP, I think, will ultimately be LeBron or Anthony Davis because I think the Lakers will win. But I think there will be a lot, like, the Mavericks are playing very well. I would not be shocked if they beat the Clippers in this series only because I think they play very well. I think they use Kristaps very, very well. The Luka's a monster. Dame or the Blazers are very good, especially when Yurkic can play but down low and get a double-double. But their defense is awful. What about Denver? I, I don't know. Oh, like, I mean, Jamal Murray played well. But, like, I don't it's know a, if... You know what? I, I okay. haven't watched the NBA since the break, pretty much. Yeah. Very sporadic. And I was surprised at how much is just one-on-one, drive the middle, dish for three, throw it up. It It's so much is just a push and then pass out. It's well, so Joel, much... Joel Bede Joel looked so dominant until... Finally, I'm thinking to myself, and I used to tell my kids this, Joel Bede starts taking a three from the top. Well, he can shoot threes. My problem is my number one rebounder is shooting three, so I don't get any offensive rebounds when you do that. Right. You can and make plus, you can make thirty five percent of those, Joel, but you got we need rebounds on the other sixty five percent. Right. I mean, and like part of it, and then you have Ben Simmons is out for the playoffs now, so that loses another six foot ten, six foot eleven guy to get the rebound. Like. I don't I think, think he rebounds that, that much, but no, but I mean that's still height. 
But, like, I think the game is just such a push and then pass out to the three and just chuck it and shoot it. It's an ugly game. And, like, when teams play, like, a cover four, like, almost where it's, like, everybody is all the way back when you dribble up the court just giving you the half court. Like, Damian Lillard. Boy, baby. I didn't know. Damian I thought you were underwater well, there for a second. Eh, I, yeah, yeah, we'll we'll go with that. But he pulls up from the logo every time, and it's just easy. Who did it the other day? Oh yeah, they pulled up from the logo, and I go, holy yeah, shit! I've thought about this with Chris Crosser, Robbie. When we you guys were seeing, I was like, and Nick Mansonati was another kid I coached who said, "Coach, watch this." I said, <laughs> "If you can hit, Kevin, you can boy. hit five of ten. If you can hit five of ten, I'll let you start shooting from there. He hit five of ten. I go, okay. Next game, let's go. You start shooting as soon as you get over half court. Yeah. Now Cross was reluctant. I, Nick was not. I wonder if uh where'd you go, Rob? I like, liked your picture. Yeah, my connection's not the greatest. Um the one thing I think is like our NBA players at the level that it's at and how it's evolving, like, are they breaking the game or like, I mean, I like, do you have to change those? Do you have to have bigger courts? Do you have to have bigger shooting areas? What with the amount that it's changing? I mean, they've, the three point line keeps getting back and back, but I was like, they have no more space in the corners. That's why it was bad. I think it was bad for the game in the long run to come up with three point line. That was an ABA started that in the sixties. They had the red, white, and blue ball. They went with a three-point line, and they kind of revolutionized it. And they found the fans liked it. It opened it up, and smaller players could dominate a game more than the bigger players. And it happened at the college level and the pro level. And we didn't have a three-point line when I played in college until right after I left. And I went, oh, this is interesting. Because we used to have guys shoot from there. Pete Maravich shot from there. And I'm telling you what. Pete Maravich would average 55 points a game in college. Oh, my God, he was shooting from 40 feet before anybody else was. And I still think that if a player shoots from 40 feet uncontested, that's better than 30 feet contested. You know? I, I go, why dribble into trouble and then have a guy put a hand in your face and try to make it? Just shoot out. If no one's guarding you, just shoot it. Yeah. And I try to convince some players I had, I convinced them of that. You got to have a vertical leap, though, Robbie. It's funny to see, but it's like if you think about the way that teams are playing right now, like the Warriors next year are going to be back to full strength. Like they're not the dribble in and pass. I don't know what they're going to be like inside, Kevin. Exactly. No, 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 no. So, but my point is, is like, with this style of play, because like I feel like almost every team is playing like this in this playoffs where they dribble in the lane and then they pass and kick it out no matter what. Like with the Warriors, there's nobody on the team that's kind of but that guy. Like Steph could be, but it's like you're taking your best. Sh- <laughs> no, he can't run the best point. Guy. No. He's got to be a two. The thing that right. the thing that is lost on the youth basketball that we've coached, where they see all these shooters and stuff. You can watch a Harden who his time controlling the ball is usage rate is up through the roof. But then you watch 
a, they talk about like a Clay or a Steph Curry, they create so many shots without the ball because they yeah. are running like crazy off screens. And when you do that, that creates space for the screener when people are well, having to step how to, over. They know how to flare out on the break. Um, I don't know. Oh, I, my God. It, it's I amazing. think that's the thing that's it's lost just... is that what's lost is on youth basketball is how to run without the ball. Well, I think what happens in youth basketball that 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 hurts kids is the kids that are bigger than the other kids in fifth grade. I used to say they're all point guards. We're going to train them all to be point guards because you cannot hit the kids that are six eight point guards when they get to the NBA. You know they've been treated back to the basket, back to the basket in high school, and you know what? It does them a disservice because they can't play at the next level. It's six eight. If you're a six eight center in high school. And you play with your back to the basket, you're done. You need to be a wingman. Well, yeah, at then I mean, but you can't really play any time else. Yeah. Now, the last six eight center I remember in the NBA was Wes Unfield, and th- that's because he had also collecting butt, social security checks right now. And he could, he could throw he could throw the length of court passes, great passer, great assist guy, and How he could Wes. What's that? How old is Wes? Yeah, he's he's older than me, probably seven. Yeah, luckily, so so dad, what we're talking about is when, MVP you, when you reference past sporting uh, people who were players back in the day, are any of your stories with people that are non-social security collectors? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. no. All right, I, other I, press. Our our other so like should... one would be like Draymond Green. Like I mean, he's developed more of a game where we're like, oh, or like he's Blake a Gu- much better pro player than he was a college player. Exactly, yeah, but he has developed much more of he's an about, outside he's game. About six eight, he, didn't he? He's six eight with a wide right, ass. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But oh, yeah. he probably swings between a a three and a four. Although those oh, yeah. definitions are changing, I don't like those definitions. Blake Griffin is like six nine. But yeah, six, you, nine, six, his, ten. But like, if you look at his like three point percentage over, but the years, like he's developed a pretty good shot. Okay. Where and he's got good ups. But I mean, he, but, it's led to I mean, injuries. But right, but I mean, he can shoot the ball pretty well now, which is the only way that you can survive. Mm-hmm. So, all right. One other question we had from uh, one of our. Instagram polls was what team did Grant Hill end his career on? Does anybody know? Uh, Miami. What team? Yeah, a little Grant Hill trivia. Memphis. Well, he started. He only played on. He only played on four teams: Detroit, Suns, Detroit. He got traded for Rip Hamilton, and went to. And Ben Wallace was included in that, I think, because he went to the Magic. Ended his career. Orlando. Yeah. Ended his career with 2012 to 2013, the Los Angeles Clippers. I don't remember him playing for the Clippers at all, but. Well, you know, you know, the sad part about him, the the NBA playoffs. No, his ankle. He tore ligaments in his ankle and he tried to play in the playoffs and it destroyed him for the next two years. Uh, with the Pistons, you know, he gave it up for the team, and then the Pistons didn't reward him for it, and that's part of the that's part of the problem. But Grant no. Hill was 
He the, was top five NBA player at, at his prime. Are you talking about the like green and orange and red? Those were so sweet. They I were they were the worst at the time, but the best in retrospect. Who are you talking about? The Pistons jerseys with Grant Hill, I thought were. Oh, awesome. they were they were like uh, teal. They had like teal. a little dr- yeah. a little dragon or the horse the ho- flaming horse on it. Oh yeah, I thought that they, they they were great. Also, so I'm looking at him now on w- w- Wikipedia. Seven time All Star. I had no idea he was that many times. Oh, he, oh he, he was he was good guy. at his prime, Kevin. In his yeah, prime, but, he was. Yeah, he got but, injured. But but I always associate him with injuries. So meaning like he had so much upside, which he did, and like, it's he like was you know so, the other so guy who's like that at the same time well, as Penny Hardaway. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah, but Penny only went to like maybe like two or three at most. I don't know. Google it. Penny Hardaway. Shout out, little Penny. Next oh. question. We had was submitted by our uh, former producer in chief, um, Kelsey asked. Penny she Hardaway. quit four time. Wait, four she t- quit four time. Yeah, I'm doing all the editing. That's why four I had the espresso. For Penny? That's why I had the espresso yeah. martini. Uh, she asked, oh, "What do you? What, we each have to ask. What do you guys love most about your wife?" Oh boy, everything. Hold on, Anna. She'll tell him what to say. My wife said, "Um, I don't know, so I'm gonna go with that." I like your little ear. I'm just gonna go on until Kevin comes up with answer. I like your little earlobes, her smile, her her her. You like Anna's? No, my wife's. Made baking cookies, taking care of grandkids, uh, the holidays. That that uh, hugs, thing that back said, oh God, I don't do any of that. <laughs> and the trapeze, of course. Okay, never mind. <laughs> well, what yeah, I love. What do I love about you? I have a lot of No, not saying that. Anna, you look great. I can't see you. Oh man. Kevin, I can see the side oh, of your look head. At, look at You're, look at uh, Kevin's Roman nose there. Hello, Anna. Because of me. <laughs> Hello. Kelsey submitted this question. Your hair is getting blonde streaks in it. It is. It, I'm going blonde because of how much Kevin annoys me. Oh, are you, you putting lemon? Are you putting lemon juice in your hair? Hey, yeah, Kevin yeah. told us that he hit the grand slam for you the other night. Wow. I did not. That was 100% blast. It was for Briggs. That's what I heard. I hit it for myself. <laughs> the dog? I hit it for myself. <laughs> if I ain't happy, then I can't make anyone else happy, all right? Oh, well, what I love most about my wife is she has the she is the best editor and producer of a podcast I've ever been a part of. She's yeah, always she's also the best mother. She's always welcome back. So the, so it's a 1A, 1B type thing. That's probably 1B. Uh, 1A is she's a great mom to CC and, a, and just a great she, – she, she's a great wife, cares, her, cares about everybody more than herself. On to the next question. Oh, wait. She, hold on. Robbie, question off of that question. How deep in the doghouse are you? <laughs> uh we had a talk about my schedule this week. 
<laughs> what so, key time did you get out of? What well, no. Recording the podcast on Monday and editing it on Tuesday. Uh, yeah, you just got to do it in one day. Yeah, well, and the thing is, I was like, well, you could always edit it again. That wasn't received well. <laughs> um, no, I didn't say that. I was smart in that. And I said, well, I'll just stay up late and edit on Monday. Well, that's smart. But, um, yeah, so then softball on Wednesday, because that's not giving up. Then we got to find some other time, but we'll, we'll hang in there. Uh, yep. So mom's coming down to babysit your, your child so you can play softball? No. Mom gets to come down because she's she's just no she's helping us out. It'll be great. She'll stop worrying about past wedding. Well, we're gonna move on to Kevin asked Kevin K from Cincinnati, Ohio on Instagram asked, <laughs> at what times is it appropriate to just eat cheese and deli meats directly from the bag? Always. <laughs> I agree. I, I would say like. I'm prime time like 10:30 snacking on a slice of cheese or a uh, little piece of turkey. How can you just go with one? No, oh. no. I'm trying good pretzels and bar cheese. Schuler's bar cheese is delicious. Dad, when we were home, Kevin, here's the thing. When we had dinner at our house or my parents' house, careful. All both it was like the two or three nights in a row. Careful. He would be like, "Oh, I try to keep my dinners pretty light, so I'll only have one taco. I'll have half a burger, this and that. And then, like, well, the thing is he says that, but my dad spends an hour and a half to two hours before. when We made a taco night. I was making a queso dip, so my dad goes, oh, well, I'll go ahead and make nachos and douse them in cheese. And before that, he had had the crackers and bar cheese. He literally just eats chips and cheese for two hours leading up to dinner. So he has a light dinner. Okay, two things. I did go from 188 to 191 when you were in town. But what's your weight at this week? I haven't checked since. <laughs> since no, the one... we need a weekly update. We got to keep you on task. There's still a two in front of it, but we're still oh, hitting. The, yeah. We're still hitting the peloton. You know, shout I out 250. Shout out Alex Toussaint. You know, feel good, <laughs> look good, do better. I've had a two in front of my weight for. 10 years now. So, years. since high school. I've had it for about. Well, Robbie, you were like, what, 240 bills and something? He, 240 well, is pushing. Well, but he got up there. No, I got up to I got up to 235. I'm still oh. around 228 right now. But So, it didn't budge you this week? No. We're, we, we hit a. Hit a. Hit a Probably wall. all oh. those beers after Kevin's Grand Slam. No, no, but that was me. That's just killing me. Me, me and my dog just drinking on, on my porch till 2 a.m. <laughs> you have well, issues. You'll, you'll have that. Um, all right. I'm trying to think of what was the last one. Uh, oh, Parenting Corner. I wanted to steer it towards um, parenting more life advice of Kevin raised a good point of when is it appropriate to ask someone if they are pregnant? I sent you my answer. I know, Dad, but the other listeners aren't on our text thread. It's kind of wild. So you want me to say? All right, I'm going to tell you. I had the corner office right before people walked out to the restroom. Congratulations. At Arthur Anderson 25 years ago, 30 years ago. 
corner. Ooh, and I could tell, still... I could tell when a woman was pregnant. Hey, well, two on. things happened. How are they two doing that? They went to the bathroom all the time without their their purses. And I went, and oh, they're the pregnant. And then the other one is, and the other one is, you go to a party. I I I went on a business trip with one gal, and uh, she didn't drink at all. I went, oh, you're pregnant. Okay. So if they're not drinking and they got a baby bump, you go, hey, you feeling okay? And then they'll tell you everything. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. But you can't just say that they have a baby bump because you don't know if they actually have a baby bump. Or if they could just oh, if you see them every way. day, 365, yes, you do. I mean, they could have just had a fun time at Taco Tuesday. Could be. I would say, no, Kevin, I, Kevin, you're not so, observant. You're I, just not so observant. Like, I personally don't think it's ever appropriate to ask, but I feel like at this point, I can probably tell if someone is pregnant or not. So your question, I but would you, say... question. Do you need anything? Can I help you? No, no, no. I think what you just do Ooh, is you say... I, I would just say, so, anything new? That's my, that's oh, my go-to. Oh, has anything popped up? <laughs> Well, no, because you know the hus the the significant other could have started a regimen well, of the the, the, the husband could have started a regimen of uh, erectile dysfunction pills, and you don't really want to go down that uh, your age. Yeah. That's my age group. I don't know, Dad. Have you? Uh, there's there's get Roman swipe promo code coaches meeting. Really? Hashtag funk. How do I sign up? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's. that's, that's that that's just an enough. you know what we're gonna get Kevin some headphones and a microphone for Christmas, right? Does my there you go? Oh, Robbie almost showed up there. Is is my sound just terrible? No, I think you sound no, fine. No, it's okay. Oh, it's okay. It's okay. Good night. It's okay. It's okay. All right. Well. Man, time really flies. We're looking at the clock here. We're uh wait. What about the other subjects? Yeah, well, there's no time. I get two minutes, don't I? No, you had it when you talked about your one hundred and sixth and one hundred and sixth round. And then you talked about Will Unsell. And then you talked about the Detroit Tigers pitcher. So there's your two minutes. You got him. It was How good is Verlander? Of all the shows we've ever had, it was one of them. Great great to have Rick back. I think we come back ready next week. We'll probably work. I'll have to, like I said, this scheduling thing, guys, I need to figure it out for the sake of football. If we get football, we're we're going to explode. I'm tired and I'm going to be up for another two hours editing this. We can't do nine. We got to do eight. I I can't wait to nine to have my second drink. I know. Yeah, you can't wait. It's too bad. All right. We could do... Wait, hold on. We could do a Thursday night and then release a fr- Friday. Yeah, but Friday's oh, I too like off on Thursdays. It's too late. On Thursday night? Plays with the old guys. Right now I'm playing golf Tuesday, Thursday, and one day on the weekend. Tough luck. By the way, the kid from Cincinnati pulled it off this week. All right, Dad, we're ending it there. Herman I'm gonna, I'm gonna and the girl from that. Toledo. Stacy Lewis won the LPGA Scottish Open. There you wow. go. I got it in. All right, thanks Ohio for lives big time. All right, thanks for joining everybody. The thing of it is, we had a good time. We'll see you next week. <laughs>